Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. The Stoic Coffee Break is a weekly podcast where I take aspects of Stoicism and break them down to their most important points. I share my experiences, both my successes and my failures. I hope that you can learn something from them, all within the space of a coffee break. This week's episode is called Starting Stoicism. Are you new to Stoicism and want to know where to get started in learning about it and how to apply it in your life? Then this episode is for you. So one of the things that I appreciate about Stoicism is that it's a very practical philosophy. And there are a lot of ideas and principles that have stood the test of time because they work in helping you to live a good life. There are also misconceptions about what Stoicism is and what it isn't. So today I'm going to walk you through the basics of what Stoicism is and how you can start applying it in your life immediately. The first rule is to keep an untroubled spirit. The second is to look things in the face and know them for what they are. Marcus Aurelius Stoicism is an ancient philosophy that originated in Athens, Greece, and then moved into Rome as it gained popularity. It was founded by Zeno of Citium, a merchant who found himself in Athens after surviving a shipwreck. While trying to figure out what to do next, he frequented a bookseller in Athens. He came across the writings of Xenophon, who was a Greek historian and military strategist, and in them he read about Socrates. And he was so inspired by what he read that he asked the bookseller where he could find someone like Socrates to teach him about philosophy. At that moment, Crates of Thebes, who was a cynic philosopher, just happened to be passing by the shop. The bookseller pointed to Crates and told Zeno that Crates was such a man and Zeno became his student. Now, as Zeno began to learn about Socrates, Plato, Aristotle, and other philosophers and philosophies, he began to develop his own ideas about how to apply philosophy and live a good life. One of the main points about Stoicism is that its primary goal is not to answer the big questions about life as to why we exist and where we go when we die, but rather how to have a good and peaceful life by living a life of virtue. It's a practical philosophy that can be applied in all aspects of life. You have power over your mind, not outside events. Realize this and you will find strength. Marcus Aurelius One of the first and most important teachings of Stoicism is that we need to understand what we have control over and what we do not have control over. The reason why this is so important is that most of our stress and frustration in life comes from trying to control things that we don't have control over. When we focus on the things we can control, we're able to make progress and gain a sense of peace in our lives. When we try to control what we can't, we waste a lot of time and energy without making much progress. We can find ourselves getting angry, upset, or depressed because we're trying to control something that we can't control, or often because we're trying to control someone else or their behavior. Now on the flip side, when we don't take control of the things that we actually have control over, then we allow ourselves to become victims and we miss opportunities to create real change in our lives. So that begs the question, what do we actually have control over? The Stoics teach us that the only thing we really have control over is our thinking and our choices. In short, our will. Everything else is outside of our control. We don't have control over nature, other people, or even our own bodies. For example, you can't control the weather, what other people think of you, or if you get cancer. They're just things that happen and not things that you have any control over. What you do have control over is how you respond to the things that happen to you. 
You can choose to wear a raincoat when it rains. You can choose not to let what other people think about you bother you. You can follow your doctor's instructions in treating an illness. All you have control over are the choices you make about how you want to respond. Very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. Marcus Aurelius Another reason that the Stoics teach us that we have control over our thinking is because the way that we think influences how we feel and how we respond to the things that happen to us. The emotions that we feel are caused by the thoughts we think or the judgments we make about the things that happen to us. Whether we feel calm or distressed in a situation is caused by what we think about the situation. For example, let's say you have two people heading to the same office and they both miss the bus for work. The first person gets upset and yells at the bus, whereas the second person shakes it off, laughs about it, and sits down on the bench and waits calmly for the next bus. So why does one person handle the situation angrily when the other is able to relax and go on with the day? Shouldn't they both act the same since they both missed the bus? It's because of their thinking. In the first case, the angry bus rider is thinking how unfair it is that he missed the bus. He fumes about the fact that he's going to be late and is in a rotten mood for hours afterwards. Whereas the second rider sees that there's nothing that he can do about it, and this doing over will do him little good. So he lets it go, and he enjoys the extra time he has waiting for the next bus. Same situation, just different thinking. Any person capable of angering you becomes your master. He can anger you only when you permit yourself to be disturbed by him. Epictetus Who does not admit that all the emotions flow as if it were from a certain natural source? We are all endowed by nature with an interest in our own well-being. But this very interest, when overindulged, becomes a vice. Seneca One of the biggest misconceptions about Stoicism is that it's about repressing your emotions and that Stoics don't feel anything. But this is far from the case. Stoics have strong emotions just like everyone else. The difference is they have practiced not letting their emotions overrun their thinking. They practice taking a moment to understand the thinking that led to the strong emotions. They also understand that emotions are transitory, meaning that they may feel strong or even overwhelming in the moment, but that over time they will fade and change. The difference is that a Stoic recognizes that one of the main reasons that we experience negative emotions is because of our judgments about something that the reason we're upset or angry is not because of the thing itself, but because of the meaning that we give to something, and that if we can be aware of our judgments, then we can change how we think about something. We can also decide that something is not worth spending time thinking about and let it go. We can also choose not to have an opinion about something. For example, we often think that when we get angry at someone, it's the fault of the other person that we are angry. But the Stoics teach us that it's not the other person that makes us angry, but our own thoughts that cause our anger. It's the judgment we made, the meaning that our minds give to what the other person did or said that causes us to feel angry. Now, I'm sure many of you are thinking that this is simply wrong. If somebody says something offensive, then surely it must be the fault of the other person that you're angry. But this is not the case. It's your judgment about what they said that leads you to feeling angry. In a purely objective sense, the other person simply spoke some words, and we are the ones that gave those words meaning. If you decided that you don't care about what someone said, then you can just let it go. To drive the point home a little further, 
Imagine that if the other person said something offensive, but spoke it in a language that you didn't understand. Would you still be offended? You probably wouldn't because you don't know what they actually said. Your mind wouldn't have anything to judge, so there would be nothing to find offensive. Just that you do the right thing. The rest doesn't matter. Marcus Aurelius One of the core tenets of Stoicism is that in order to live a good life, we need to follow the four cardinal virtues of wisdom, courage, justice, and temperance, which is often translated as moderation or discipline. But why these four virtues? Well, let's go over them briefly. Wisdom can be defined as the practical application of knowledge and experience. It's not enough to just know a lot. It's important that we know how to apply it. Also, we don't just gain wisdom through reading or studying, but by experiencing life. Courage is the willingness to take action, even if we know we might fail. We need courage to gain wisdom because it takes courage to practice self-awareness and see where we fall short and have a willingness to see where we are ignorant. Temperance, like I said before, means moderation or discipline. And with all things, we need to know how much is too little and how much is too much. By practicing temperance, we learn how to govern ourselves. Now, justice, in a broader sense, can be thought of as how we treat other people. When we treat others fairly and advocate for justice in the world, we help make the world a better place. Now, these virtues are self-reinforcing, like legs on a stool. We need to have courage to help us become self-aware enough to experience life and gain wisdom. We also need courage to make the hard choices to become more disciplined. Temperance and wisdom are necessary for being courageous because too much courage can make us foolhardy and make bad choices, and not enough courage means that we may fail to act. By practicing discipline, gaining wisdom, and developing courage, we stand up for what we believe in and advocate for justice. By cultivating these virtues, we aren't just meant to be good people, but we are meant to do good in the world. Give yourself fully to your endeavors. Decide to construct your character through excellent actions and determine to pay the price for a worthy goal. The trials you encounter will introduce you to your strengths. Epictetus The impediment to action advances action. What stands in the way becomes the way. Marcus Aurelius Another core teaching of the Stoics is that the challenges that we find in our lives are not simply obstacles that are preventing us from getting what we want, but that they are the way to getting what we want. They are the things that help us to learn and get stronger. If you simply got everything that you ever wanted and never had to struggle for it, would you ever learn how to accomplish anything? Think about it this way. If you went to the gym and paid someone else to lift weights for you, would you get any stronger? Would you put on any muscle? No. And what's more rewarding for you? Working hard, overcoming obstacles, gaining skills, and achieving your goal, or just being handed the prize by someone else? What's more interesting to watch? An athlete or a performer who has put in countless hours of work and preparation, overcome all kinds of obstacles, and develop their skills? Or someone just being given a role or a position because they were well-connected? As an example of this, when I was about 12 years old, I spent many hours babysitting the neighbor's kids and doing yard work so that I could buy myself a stereo system. I had it for many years, and every time I used it, I always felt a sense of pride because I knew that I had worked hard and saved up my money to get it. It was mine because I had worked hard to earn it. It can ruin your life only if it ruins your character. 
Otherwise, it cannot harm you, inside or out. Marcus Aurelius The Stoics were big on living a life of integrity, meaning that you do the right thing in all situations, that you would live your principles not just when it's easy, but when it's hard, that you would do the right thing even when no one else would know if you didn't do the right thing. Your character matters, and you do good always, not just because of how others perceive you, but because when you are good and act with integrity, you feel good. We're all faced with situations where we could get away with something that would benefit us. But the thing is, is you would know that you did something against your principles. You will have to live with that. You will have to live with the knowledge that you did something that soiled your character. Whether it's tossing garbage out of a car window, cheating on a test, or covering up a mistake at work. Even if you never get caught, you will still know that you didn't live up to your best self and that you actively made a choice not to do so. So how can you learn to apply Stoic principles in your life? First off, become familiar with Stoic teachings and principles. This podcast is a good place to start. and I've included links in the show notes for episodes that dive a little deeper into the ideas and principles that I've talked about today. Some books that I recommend include A Guide to the Good Life, The Art of Stoic Joy by William B. Irvine, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, and most of Ryan Holiday's books are a good place to start as well. I especially like The Obstacle is the Way and found it very useful in reframing how I viewed the challenges in my life. Another thing you can do is to take time each morning thinking about the things that I've talked about today and examining how you can apply them in your life can be very helpful. Starting off the day considering these ideas can help you keep them at the top of mind so when situations arise you can find ways to apply them. Each evening, take some time to consider how your day went. Did you handle a situation poorly that day? What can you do next time to handle it better? This kind of reflection each evening helps you become more self-aware and helps reinforce where you succeeded or failed during the day and how you can handle things in the future. And as I always do, I recommend taking some time each day to meditate and to write in your journal because they're good ways to develop self-awareness. Since the Stoic stress that it's important to manage how you think about things Journaling and meditation are both excellent ways to become aware of your own thinking. You don't need to meditate for hours or write long essays in a journal. Just a few minutes to pay attention to your thoughts or jot them down on paper can be exceptionally revealing. More than anything, applying these principles takes consistency. While the principles and ideas are pretty simple and logical, their application takes time and practice. Just because you learn something does not mean that you're going to be great at applying it in your life immediately. But if you are consistently studying, thinking about, and consciously trying to apply these principles in your life, you'll start to see changes in your life for the better. Often, you'll simply notice when you handled a situation poorly, and then you'll consider ways that you can handle that a little bit better in the future. Awareness and the courage to practice that awareness are the first and most important steps in becoming a better version of yourself. And before you know it, you'll become a Stoic. And that's the end of this week's Stoic Coffee Break. As always, be kind to yourself, be kind to others, and thanks for listening.